Hey, 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 it's MMA and Beyond. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everybody, for the five-star ratings. We're getting up there deep into the double digits, so I absolutely <laughs> love it. Thanks for listening. It's, it's how people find the show, and uh, I know I get some uh, random comments now, so people not only saying, hey, great show, which is really a polite thing to say, but people referencing the show sometimes, Ray Longo, so it's good to know that people are listening. We've got Ray Longo in here who's already... <laughs> Already, already wants to leave. Oh. He already wants to leave. Oh, is that your stick? Wow. Oh, that's my is that your stick? I got to oh, tell you, I have a negativity. Feeling, I have a negativity Next infinity. to him. Yes. Oh, positivity. positivity infinity. Chris Weidman in the house. Hey. He's filming. He's filming for his social media. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We out here. There we go. Took a lot to oh, get uh, the champ. I have a feeling the ratings are going to go off the... Uh, Longo's a little uncomfortable today. Podcast. <laughs> Do you want to just stare at him, Chris? He just loves that. Keep a camera pointed at him the whole time. What's going on, Manimal? Oh, just enjoying life over here. Uh, doing a lot of work on my online training program we got coming up, so that's nice. been uh, pretty time consuming. But uh, yeah. training, you know, getting my training in. Excited to have the great Chris Weidman. The great Chris Weidman. Can we go back to the fact that you called out BJ Penn? Oh, oh hold on. Okay. That should be is your that introduction you wanna, because that is the is biggest that you moment of start? your life. First of all, I didn't call him out. That's the first thing. Sec- second, I said, if he wanted a retirement fight, because he didn't retire himself, another person can't retire you. <laughs> and it would be the best fight for him. I would want to <laughs> grapple. We're both old. Would you, you know, guarantee shit. victory for him? We'd have to talk about that privately. <laughs> oh, man. No, but, uh, but it would be a good fight. I mean, as far as matchups go. But what would go, he have to gain from that fight? Nothing. If he just wanted another fight. They were going to make him fight okay. Nick Lentz, a much tougher fight than me. Right? Who's a tougher fight? Nick Lentz or me? Really? Come no, but on. you're looking for the easiest fight now for him. For him. So do you think he got to where he's at <laughs> at this point to look for the easiest fight? Take it fight? easy. Fight. You're so literally a saying, he, fight. why would he fight Lens when he could fight me? I'm way <laughs> worse. No, no, not way worse, but a way better matchup. Right, a better grappling matchup. Yeah, Wouldn't worse. you want and an old better. school grappler, too? Like, I'm an old school grappler. I'm not Watch gonna, out for the shoulder pressure. Shoulder pressure. Uh, no, I'm oh, not going to really go oh, for crazy leg in. locks. He's pissing. No, but whatever. He's pissing he hot, is. man. Wow. Right out of the gate. coming out hot. I didn't even want to talk about it. I already got yelled at about it. So oh, I got yelled at twice so, about it. On, so I, I, so I don't want to have to talk about it anymore. But you brought it up. So I defended you? my point. I'm, I'm done talking about this. Oh wow, he's done. Wow. Wow. You haven't wow. to talk about it. Did your wife yell at you about this? <laughs> no, she was happy about it. She was like, "Oh, that, that, that makes sense." I was like, "Oh, it's sad that it makes sense." Actually, I mean, I will say that would be a great uh, thing for you to be fighting BJ Penn. Like, that'd be well, cool. okay, Chris. Here's what I think. So, how are we going to get me on the main card? I you weren't talking about. That's what I'm. Tra- no, no, we're, to- we're talking about. So you're going to get on the main card in Bellator. I would like a main okay. card Bellator why? fight. Why not? But why? Shit. Well, I, how much fucking time why. do you think I got left? Okay, my goal. Ma- my- and there's some right. things I want to do in combat. <laughs> I just want to know why. Because there's some things I got to get out there in combat, some techniques I'm working on that I want to do live. And I got to go on your Instagram live and show the world right now. No, 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 no. It has to be in combat where there's pressure. It can't just be fucking. But but not even pressure, but not preliminary pressure. It has to be main (laughs) card. Main card pressure. pressure. Oh, shit. And because also the main card, you get more of a walkout in Bellator. So then I can have a little more. I can have a little more walkout. I'm going there too because he's been a matchmaker for quite some time. I mean, you got to throw it up to Neglia because he's been a matchmaker, I think, more involved for a very long time. Right. And he, I don't know if he would like to hear a fighter like begging to be on the main card of, 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 of one of his events just to be on the main card of 
I have a lot of things to bring there. No, he what does, about my entertainment? No, he's value? beyond ring of combat, though. He doesn't. He won't even take a main event. In that. A main event <laughs> has to be main event. Oh, so Bellator. You offer him that? I didn't say main event. Main card. <laughs> oh, main card. Main card. Main event. That would be. Now, what, who the hell would I have to fight to Is get that a main event? Hang on. Who the hell would I have to fight to get a main event? Is that where and where would that be? Oklahoma? Like, what main event would that look like? Is that where you? Who would they feed me to? That huh? is like. That's it. You're happy. You just want to be a man. No, I have two goals. No, I really have two goals. I would love to fight in Brooklyn and Japan, and then that'd be it. Wow. I mean, that's why. Because I'm from Brooklyn. I love Brooklyn. I've always loved Japan because I love Pride back in the day. Yeah, that's cool. And even Pancrase before that. So that a lot of guys feel that. So I love Japan. The Japanese crowd respects the ground game too. So those are the two things I'd love to do, and then yeah, I'd be pretty good. But yeah, Brooklyn, since that's my homeland, you know, gotta favor my country. And uh, and then Japan would be dope. I feel like that would be yeah, super dope for an old school guy like me to fight in Japan. I was kind of waiting for Suzuki to invite me to corner him in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mizuki, Naoki. Mizuki, yeah. <laughs> Where are you? If I almost could have right gotten now, them. Well, I'm willing to take a corner. Mizuki's was Chinese. As long as my though. wife tells me we I'm We could have sent you to dream with Naoki if we knew you were interested. Yeah, <laughs> dream. That would have been an easy one to go to. Uh, dream, That is that deep reimagined? Remember, there used to be deep, uh, deep dream. I don't know what that because risen is almost like pride reborn, right? Right. Because it's like similar feel of those matches, and then I wonder if deep is like the old dream uh, card. Japan used to have; they still have a ton of their own organizations. So I'm really <laughs> into no the Japanese. I'm really that's why I want to find. Jap- I'm really into the Japanese shows. I loved uh, Shudo back you're in the anime? day. Eh, not really, but you know, I like the Japanese cultural stuff. But anime, eh. You know, next yeah, I know what you're to... trying to get at over here. No, I'm not into that shit. Wow, wow. Right. Why is that shit? I don't know. I'm not that into is that fucking. Shit. Well, I'm not change into the subject. I know what you're trying to get at what? over here. No, it's like I already got there. Let's right. move on. Congo, where are you from? <laughs> no, you go. With that. He came in guns blazing, shit. man. Wow. Yeah, blazing. Anything Chris else you want to get off your chest? Well, last time I was blessed to be on your show, it was a great time, and. <laughs> I didn't get to everybody on the roster, but Manimo was the main event. Oh so shit! So you might have not made the Bellator main event, but MMA and Beyond, you've made the main. You've event. made the ma- in the main event. Just know that you are fulfilled. I'm very fulfilled, especially since I doubled the viewership here. You know, I brought my six fans, and we doubled the viewership. So I'm pretty... down this week because Diana's not here. Is that affecting? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think definitely all her it's followers. Our was for sure. He texted me. It's not looking good tonight. Yeah, no one's not. Where? Good. Yeah, at least you brought your fans though. So. I don't know if I did because I I mean if I have any left, but if there's any out there, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you for listening. Not sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know how much I brought, but Manimal. So. How many of those, so you say you have, like, you wanted to fight at the Garden, you have these things, are, are these, are you at the end of this checklist? Is that Japan? Is that main card? Well, for, that- for, am I at the end of the checklist for MMA? I'm at the end of the checklist. Yeah, yeah but I have a check, I, I have a lot of things to do. Did you, you feel know? accomplished when you reached that? Like, when you say, I wanted to fight at the Garden, and you did, like, do you, did that Yeah, that's feel- why I take, you gotta take some time and appreciate that. It's easy to rush over that. Did you have those two, uh, Chris, where you were coming up, say, oh, I would love to fight? At the garden, I would like to fight. Uh, I don't know um, if the Coliseum was was that even. A I thing wanted that to fight in New York, I will say, yeah. but honestly, nothing really mattered to me. Like even close to just winning the belt, I didn't care about anything mm-hmm. else really. That was it. Right. All the other stuff, it was like everyone would, would like would think I would be super into like certain things I got to do, but you know, 
I appreciated it, but it wasn't something that I was like. But the Coliseum into. was nice. Coliseum, I will say, out of everything yeah. I've done, yeah, I mean, that, like, was, that uh, was super special to right. me, and that was that was something I'll never forget. I mean, because even though the, the garden Coliseum. is the garden, the Coliseum, I think, yeah. to Long Island people is, yeah. is the garden. I, I, I mean, was I grew that up like going a pleasant there. surprise, like of the like you you didn't really come into this thinking, oh, one day I'll fight at the Coliseum, but turns I out have you did, and it was amazing. Funny story, but um, maybe not that funny, but just like a coincidence. In my room when I was a kid, I was a huge Islander fan. I thought I was gonna go play in the NHL. And so in my room, my godmother, who she moved to Florida when I was like eight, and I never really talked to her again. But she, she gave Would me. Would you like to elaborate on that? No, she's, <laughs> no. Just, why, how was that? Oh, sorry. So you don't talk to your godmother? No, my mom doesn't talk to her either. It was my mom's best friend when they were growing up, and they kind of made like a promise to each other growing up that like when they have kids, that they're gonna have one of their kids, that they'll be a godmother to right. one of the kids. She never had kids, but my 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 mom did, and I was right. a kid that had to be the godson of that. Okay. So where where did it go south? I'm still not following. This. Um, they just Florida I guess kind of yeah, just more just they kind of grew apart. My okay, my mom so lived in more, my mom more lived in though. New Jersey. <laughs> she moved to New Jersey to Long Island, and I think they could probably like. Oh, wow. oh yeah. so it was in Jersey. It was in Jersey where they. Is that where you were born? <laughs> no. <laughs> How did we get to Jersey? How did we get here from talking about the fucking I was actually I was born in Mineola, so my dream is really to fight in Mineola one day. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. I would have been good at You should have met me at Winthrop. my old school. You yeah, could have fought exactly. on one of those nights. Okay. You know, can, we get, can we get back? So you what, had what? the picture of the islanders Dude, in your... Oh, okay. Well, this is relevant. This is relevant. He's bringing yeah. it back. Post- you interrupted me. By you way. interrupted yeah. that. Can we bring it back to Chris? I was curious. You had the poster so, of yeah. the Islanders. Yes, I had it. So my, my godmother... Uh, she gave me a, a picture of the like of the crowd of like Nassau Coliseum. The Islanders are playing the Rangers, and it's like a, a is this a like the big Pat picture. LaFontaine Islanders, or are you too young for that? No, this is this is this is like uh, Pierre Turgeon Islanders. This is Pierre, Tur- Pierre Turgeon, okay. like Glenn Healy, Steve mm-hmm, Thomas, sure. and those Steve guys. Steve Bossy. No, that's that's eighties. Oh, for right. sure. Let's check yeah, it. that's when they were winning championships. Yeah, so. they were. But anyway, um, uh, where was I going? Oh yeah, so. It was this picture. It had all the Islanders there, and they were playing the Rangers. And on the jumbotron in that picture was the Islanders welcome Chris Weidman. And it was obviously just like edited, photoshopped in there, whatever. And I had that hung in my room my whole life. And then, like, to see my name on that jumbotron and be a main event in Nassau Coliseum and have all the support of Long Island, like, I never imagined it being me fighting. But at some point, my goal was to be like playing, doing something in there and entertaining. And so that was uh, definitely a really cool moment. And for all Islander fans, I was there and, and an Islander fan. And I told Ray, I said, you know, when Chris won that fight, it was as loud, a, probably louder than any pop you would hear at an Islander. It was like, it was an incredible, yeah, no, like an people, overtime yeah. goal yeah, kind a, of. I had a lot of people pop. say to me that um, it was the best event they've ever seen at Nassau College. It was incredible. And Something magical Obviously, there's been some it. good stuff there. And yeah, it was really cool. I mean, in one walk out of the year uh, on Ariel Hawani's show, and there's a lot of big shows during the year so the, the that pop definitely stood out to mm. a lot of people and the fact that i was on a three fight losing streak and i came to long island in my hometown and had all that weight of pressure on on me and, and overcame adversity in overca- the fight overcame mm-hmm. adversity in the first round yeah. and then persevered and got the finish of a guy who actually has he been finished yet besides me did, did he get finished his last fight gaslam no, no definitely. i think i'm the only guy to ever finish him decision yeah. um it was cool. It felt like I won the championship. I mean, the pop at the Coliseum yeah. was like you. I went nuts. I lost my mind. You won the title. Yeah, it's incredible. I think it was I quiet when you won the I title. I was screaming in there. 
let's go. I seen all these kids from my hometown. Like, <laughs> oh shit, you yeah. like recognize people in the crowd? A lot of people. I was hanging out with people as we were walking out. I don't know for how long exactly, but it felt like well, it's 20 minutes, minutes. Minutes from where you grew up. Yeah. Oh yeah, right it's down the block. Minutes. Really. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, absolutely I, incredible. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, I went to Nassau Community College, which you literally. I mean, I drove by. I drove line. by Nassau Coliseum since I was towards the end of my high school career because I was going to Hofstra all the time to wrestle, and then all the way through college I went to Nassau, then Hofstra, and then my masters at Hofstra, then came here, started training with Ray, and then Matt Serra. I was, I was surrounded by Nassau Coliseum. To all of a sudden be fighting there is like, especially MMA being illegal in New York mm -hmm. for so long, it was definitely it was super surreal. Memorable for you, Ray, as well. Yeah, same, same thing, really. I mean, man, the concerts I the concerts I went to as a kid, and all the events you see, see there, you never who, you think you're going to be coaching there one day. No, you know. So that was great. It really was. That was a. Uh, it was it's just different from the uh, Garden. Even though the Garden, I think, was the first time MMA was in New York, was at the Garden that time. But mm -hmm. this, this to me was bigger. No, we had it was true love. Yeah, it was. We the, had yeah, true love different. from the crowd. Like Long Island truly supported me uh and long other long island fighters and it it, sh it showed when i got that yeah that was the was, other thing that night there they was were a lot all of long happy island fighters. they were so yeah. happy for who me else was on and us yeah. you know they were super LaFleur happy was on that card yeah the flair i was actually the only long island guy to i think win yeah right. it was it wasn't a good night for long island Volante lost a split decision uh, which chris I wade won, won. I, I don't know about that he beat frankie perez yeah. i believe yeah, we, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I remember. I, right I think I remember. Right okay, so me and Wade. Who else fought though from around? Bermuda's fought. Uh, I thought we got a couple of rough deals too. I thought Volante. I Volante, thought he won I thought that he won, fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was that was just that was special, man. It was different. I'm just a fight in New York too. From when it was illegal, I think was a big thing because mm -hmm. you never thought you'd be able to fight in New York. Well, that's a different that's story. A, just so a you different story. Yeah. So I put a lot of time and effort. Like I, I <laughs> was going to court, not to act like I like the UFC actually probably gives me more credit than I feel like I deserve to getting MMA legalized in New York. I did a few tours and gave speeches to assemblymen and senators mm -hmm. and mingled with them afterwards, and it was cool. I was with like the upper echelon of the UFC, like executives, and we give speeches and stuff. It was it was a cool experience. Um, and then when it got legalized, they gave me a lot of credit for getting it legalized. But then um, the first event, obviously, I was super pumped to be a, a part of, but it was not too long after my next surgery. But I'm like, this is one we got to go into. Yeah. And that's Joe Romero. I actually got, I was, yeah, I was so pumped to be on that card. <laughs> not to make any excuses. But four weeks before that, I had knee surgery. Before that fight. Four we had, weeks? We, we had a, three and a half weeks. And I, I just... Yeah, and I just was like, I'm fighting. Like, all these guys were like, are you going to be able to fight right after knee surgery? Like, it was the middle of our training camp. Oh, yeah. Shit. Um, breaking news. Breaking news. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> talk we about, like, we, history, we, yeah. we, we, we went into the highs of fighting Nassau Coliseum in my hometown. Ridiculous feeling. And then the lows is I have the biggest moment of, of my life at the time. You know, I'm fighting in Madison Square Garden, first time ever in New York, all, fighting in front of my, like, true – like fans, home, home, you know, guys from my hometown, like family, friends, everybody's there. And uh, to go out there and to be winning two rounds, third round, to get knocked out like that is a nightmare. It's just, that's surreal too. Well, because the, the backlash is very rarely, hey, of all the minutes of that fight, you were winning 
99. Yeah, no, he, I don't think he punched me. The backlash is you that. did the, the best against Joel up to like of any fight. You put I remember I was undamaged. You were undamaged. You're you taking him down. And I don't even like really you like had the, the way single I fought, leg. But I, at the end of the day, like in my mind, like I think it was a very winnable fight. Obviously, you look at the rounds, but the game is you know anything could happen and. I think sometimes you get like overconfident and I and I see weakness in people and I I just I'm ready to break people. I'm always looking to break people's will. And I remember we knew and we told the refs in the back that listen, this guy pours water on himself, his coaches pour water on him, he's yeah. he's staying on the stool too long, be on him to get up. Like we don't need any of that stuff. And he had issues before that in a couple of his fights and there it was everyone would talk about it, so right. everyone knows. So I'm thinking the chances of him doing this with the, us talking to the ref, plus all the heat on him already, like this, what's the chance of him doing that again? And then there, you know, then, then there you go, going from the second to third round, he's stuck, he's on the stool, I'm up, time's over, and now I'm getting frustrated. I'm there, he's exhausted, he's looking the other way, his hands on the top of the cage, he won't come forward. The ref's yelling at him, he's acting like he don't speak English. <laughs> he finally comes back out, and I'm like, yo, this guy's ready to break, he's done. And I fucking, I think he might have outsmarted me. I think he, I was like, one takedown on this guy. I got a takedown on him. He's on his back. He ain't moving. I'll be a mount. I'll be just pounding him. It's over. And then next thing I know it, oh, fuck. That didn't work right. <laughs> the fortunes yeah. of warfare. And, and, I, and, like, technically, it was like everything we didn't, everything that we practiced not to do is shooting your head to the, the wrong side. And um, we knew he was very explosive of a guy like like I plan on most of the guys I fought like good strikers they're gonna try to knee you obviously and kick you in the head and he's done wrestler. that before too yeah so I was prepared for it and just I just want I just I got lazy and overconfident I was just saying this guy's exhausted I'm just gonna shoot and take his leg and I shot my head to the wrong side and he came out with the knee and boom kudos to him but that sucked hey. that sucked that was that was bad and then and then that was the beginning of me so I lose my butt to Luke, and it's like, I need to get my belt back. I just need to get my belt back. And then Luke gets knocked out by Bisming because so we had the rematch set two weeks before that fight. I'm about to fight Luke, and my neck goes out on me. All of a sudden, I need a neck surgery. I have to back out of the fight. Bisbing knocks out Luke Rockhold. I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. My manager, actually, at the time, had, was the same manager as Bisbing. Okay, you're going to be fighting Bisbing. Bisbing. Like, obviously, I was supposed to fight Luke. He gets knocked out by him. Now I'm going to fight Bisbing. Next thing I know, like, I'm avoided. Bisbing fights Dan Henderson. Mm -hmm. So now they're like, all right, listen, do you want, you're going to wait? You're not, you probably, you might not get it now. So you're going to fight someone else? I'm like, all right, whatever. I fight Yo Romero, all right, I'm going to beat this guy and get the belt. Lose that fight. And then, then it was the downward spiral of me. Like, I just need to get, like, I need to get another fight. And I got to just get right back up there. I'm depressed now. <laughs> You took the took the whole show down. I don't know. Poor Jason wants you know, to go. Poor kid wants to go really home. Wasn't trying to get uh, to get that deep. I figured, you know, yeah, you know how Eminem like he's freestyling against somebody. You just he just basically says everything that this that he, the worst things this guy could possibly say about him. He says it up front. He says it about himself. So now this guy has no ammo. But you know what? And it that's is. what I think. I'm prepared. Now. What you're that's what you now. wanted to do? Come out and give us no ammo. What, what are you going to do? What you're now? saying now? Oh, so many fighters who listen, who are listening to this, completely can understand what you're saying. And people who who have that, what you're, what you call the downward spiral, people can relate with that. I've never been in any of those situations you're talking about. 
However, exactly what you're talking about, yeah. I've gone through where you get emotional about yeah. something and it actually yeah. turns into this thing where you feel like you're chasing something and the more you're chasing it, the further it's getting away yeah. and you, and you, you don't take the time to collect and you're say, not, you're not collecting, you're not learning. And when I, and just, I was there and yeah. trust me, I heard everything I can, I hear a guy like you explain that perfectly yeah. to me. I'm just so focused. I need to get the, you know, you're just one minded. I need to get this back. Um, and I will say that like, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope and it's tough to listen to people because there, there aren't a lot of times you want to listen to somebody who's been where you've been, but when you're in the 1% of a 1%. So like you're the, the yeah. professional athletes that get to the UFC are a small percentage of these and, elite well, fighters. And now that I, I look back, but that. That, that's what I enjoyed that's when he really did an tough. interview where, where Whitaker and his coach were interviewing him. It was two guys really, <clears throat> you know, talking and relating to yeah. each other that like exactly yeah. what you said, it's the 1% of 1%. And you could see they were both, you know, invested and, honest and humble and you yeah. know because you could talk to another guy who goes yeah i've been there man yeah. same shit you know I, I was a hero yesterday now everybody's telling me to quit you know the following day it's fucking crazy it, because if you listen and and the athlete will understand what when, when he said here i am i dominated these rounds and i saw he was tired i saw he was trying to some bullshit to, to get a little extra rest and then all i knew i knew i could all I needed was a takedown and all that little switch in strategy yeah. made all the difference. Yeah. And that's like an emotional, the, you know, emotion kills business. And, you know, and it's that emotional segment that every elite athlete can understand, but yeah. only an elite athlete. Yeah. But when you, I think it's just something that carries over everybody though. Yeah. Like when you have a loss, when you lose in something yeah. and you fail, like instead of instantly getting back to what you got to accomplish, like take a second to think about mm -hmm. why you failed. And it's easier said than done. But um, during those times, I think now I can look back. I've had time. Like after I beat Anson Silva the first time, I knew I was fighting him a second time. I said that in the beginning of my career. I said, my goal is to become the world champion. Anderson Silva is the world champion. I'm going to beat him. I'm going to finish him. And not, not only am I going to do it once, I'm going to do it again. Because, of course, he's going to have a rematch. That was my goal mm -hmm. always. I do that. And it's like, holy shit. Like. I did what I want to do, but now they're like, oh, we got Leo Machida. He's undefeated at middleweight. He's looking better than ever. Let's set this up. And I'm like, oh, man, I just accomplished my goals. Now I got to reset my goals. What's my goals now? Right, I'm just going to beat, I got to beat Leo Machida, defend my belt again. And then they throw you Vitor. Then I, I do that. They're like, all right, I'm going to defend my belt again against Vitor Belfort. Then it's Luke Rockhold. Then I lose. And it's like, I don't know what was my goal. Where was my goals at that point? I already accomplished everything I always wanted. I already did it. Right. So now I'm like just doing it just to do it. I'm like just doing it. So I think motivation became a little bit of an issue and direction and goals being or like set properly became an issue. And uh, like I remember from my Vitor Belfort fight, I had some backlash about getting injured a couple of times and having to back out of fights. And so I remember, all right, the less you train, the the less you get injured. So then next thing I know what I'm doing like a six week camp, which really is a five week camp, which I was doing. I would, I would push this. I basically wanted to do as little training as possible. Right. Mm -hmm. And I win against Vitor. So then I'm like, all right, I'm going to do that. Against, well, that works. I'm going to do that against Luke Ronkold. And then the first week of my really five week camp, I break my foot. And then I'm like, I can't back out of a fight because my whole thing is I don't want to look like <laughs> this to the public. Like I'm, 
you know, backing out of fights and be getting injured all the time. And, uh, and then next thing, you know, and then you're not training properly and you lose. And then, then you lose sight of the reality of the situation that you got to fix some things, think mentally. And, uh, and I'm not saying I'm even there yet, but (laughs) I think it's good to talk about. I, I mean, I think that's good to put it in perspective for just a regular person. You probably like a regular person might not take law, uh, such a public scale, but everyone comes up short in their own life. I think it's definitely something that people could relate to about coming back from adversity, yeah. figuring out wh- what your path is. Because a lot of times when you achieve a goal, it's actually you feel lost after that, right? You like achieved your yeah. goal. You're like, I'm going to fight Anderson twice, and then it's Yo, like, and you feel but lo- then like you- how many guys have really accomplished their ultimate goal in life? There's yeah, not that many. many. <clears throat> so when you do. Well, you, it's have like, to, you have to define what your ultimate no, goal no, is. No, no, everyone's though. different. I'm saying, obviously, there's not a lot of fighters that like became world champions. My ultimate goal is happiness. What is happiness? Well, what's happiness? Right. That's, that's, that's pretty. Happy. So, even when you're looking at me, yeah. even when yeah, you're here with me, okay. you're happy. No, I'm miserable. When I'm okay, thank you. I'm <laughs> but just no, but trying you know to get what I'm saying? Look, it goes for it. First of all, you can never. Well, that's important. I mean, are you being honest, though? That is your ultimate goal. Your whole I life. I just I, want to be happy. Well, first of all, well, happy and healthy, I mean, should be everybody's ultimate goal, no? Yes, but that's not, that's 100% what it should be, but I don't think many people, okay, they usually have a goal that okay. they think is going to make them okay, happy, let's but try, they're wrong. Let's try this. Everybody look to your left. Oh, look at that fucking wall of people over there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm grateful for everything, but look, the other thing is you can't keep, like, it's impossible to keep winning. Eventually, it's going to end. So something's going to plateau. And look, I've had other coaches come up to me and go, man, like, I just feel they, they feel like quitting. Like, a couple of losses to their guys. And, like, we run cycles, too, where you got three losses, and I'm starting. Uh, look, I'm human, too. I feel like I'm losing. Right. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm the coach, so it's, it's not – that's like – I just always try to go right back to basics. How the fuck did I get here? What did we do? You know, like, what was the intensity? And I, and I really try to regroup and – and, and 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 do it that way for me i mean i just because you know we, you, things shift who's, who's then you're acting in a movie and then they're like oh i made my attention was was un you know i was unfocused for that right which i don't think it is at the time because i'm always you know making sure everything's going but you but you lose man you start really reflecting on it i do mm-hmm. anyway i'm like how the fuck did that happen like you know like i didn't see it coming and you know then you got to just go back and the easiest thing to do is to quit. I mean, I really, sure. for me, I, that, yeah. and I, and I'm telling you, I've had coaches ask me that, like, and I'm like, I just got to keep, you got to go back to basics. Yeah. You, you know, you've been there, you were doing good, you know, and things are gonna run in cycles. You can't control what everybody else is doing either. So, I mean, for me, that was it. But uh, yeah, I, well, I think the goal for everybody is to just do everything as right as possible to where if you do lose, if you do fail you know you did your best and you know you didn't cut yeah, any corners but, but that's there's a hundred that's a hundred percent true yeah yeah i, th- you know? I think that that's and, and i mean that, that's the goal to get there a healthy alternative to and the guy a rival beat, type you know goal. you lost because the better man won you lost because but you know, that, i think that's different it wasn't though. meant to I'm be not, i don't think that's what we're actually talking about well, but uh because you know that well that's right thing i think you start when you have a camp like that, then then you're not second guessing anything. It's like when right. you think when something was off from what you did previously, that's when you start going. Wait a minute. But you if know? you do everything you can as a coach, 
Yeah, and you yeah, know deep I'm, down inside that you did everything you can. that's good. I'm, and I'm that's the goal for a fighter, yeah, right. is to do yeah. everything you can possibly right during that camp to where if you do lose, the better guy won. And you, don't, you could feel comfort in that. Yeah. But I think we're all crazy to where, like, if you, if you do think you did everything right in a camp and then you do lose, you'll find something that maybe you felt like could have been different where it would have changed. Well, but, but, but I think you'll guess. agree with this. That's too, like well. a survival you instinct, end up, too, though. Like, look, I, I got a lot of guys, but... <laughs> You end up working around injuries too, so you mm-hmm. have to change things. Like you're saying, you broke your foot in the thing. We know that's not going to be the optimal camp. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those some some things you can't control. Yeah, you can't control you it. Could, you so could try to a, do everything smart, like do a six week camp and like not spar as much. But like the chance of getting hurt is still, you know, it's tough. This sport's tough. Yeah. Even weight training, you throw at your back. I mean, like things happen. The amount of hours you spend training for a fight. It far exceeds the fight itself so you're more likely to get hurt in training than oh yeah it's tough you know it's hard to make it guys think they can well, make it through fights fight they don't too. even make it through training you, you know it's hard to even show too. up to- but the challenge the challenge with this where what i see with like ufc fights and other fights is that if if uh, a fighter's deep in the camp they've spent that money money they gone, don't huh? show up to fight that. <laughs> they, and what they, if your opponent pulls just, out? Yeah. Now you spent the whole camp where you could have accumulated injuries during gone, that camp. So no payoff for yeah, it. I'm sure that, that will change over time. Hopefully that yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They it should will. pay you for the camp. I they think fighting. I think eventually everything will be more like yeah, every and, other sport. Everybody's yeah, a worldwide sport. Down, down into that, man. Yeah. I've been there a thousand yeah. times with a Fight gets canceled the week of the fight. Everybody's a day before, in, two days of, before, making weight. Yeah. That's a pain in the ass. And yeah. then the fight gets pulled, no mu- and no compensation for it. Yeah, it's, it could, it could be something where you get a percentage of the contracted money up front, like like when you. I think sign they some changed. Sort of I think they actually because I, I know what they did with Suzaki. I think because uh, remember I had three guys fighting in Jersey and his guy. Uh, something happened the day of the fight. I forget what it was, or the I mean the way at the weigh in. Um, and I think they threw him ten grand, which, you know, at least it's something though. It, yeah, it's something. Something <clears throat> fight week incentive pay or something like that. Yeah, but I, they did. They had, and then I, I think they said that was the policy. That it's ten thousand. I think they throw it. If the, <laughs> wait, if what? <coughs> if the guy Which drops the day of. Where'd you go? You drifted off. I'll start reading the, the <laughs> notes. <laughs> that was given to me. Show notes. Um, no, Suzaki when. It was uh, Aljo, Marab, and him were fighting on, on the uh, jersey card. Uh, Suzaki's guy backed out to, at the weigh-in, <coughs> either medically <coughs> or he got hurt, something like that. But they did throw him ten grand. But was is, is Suzaki's? He was looking for his show money. But is he, that his show money or no? What's no, his show money? No, it was more uh, up that. more. Yeah, gotcha. Liam something. Yeah, yeah, guys. They gave him something. Like, like they don't, ha- they don't have to do that. They really. You could you could argue all day, but I you gotta give props to UFC by doing things like that. They don't have to do technically, right? Because a lot of other organizations, they might seem like they pay more or they do, are better by fighters, but like I don't think they're hooking people up like that. I think they really stick stick by the contract. I think they have a certain budget and they have to mm-hmm. stick to it, right? So UFC does because they're the big dogs and they're kind of on the forefront of everything. They do get a lot of backlash. Um, but I will say, I think they do take better care of the fighters than they get credit for. Um, things are going to change in the future, and things are changing, like as far as payment, yeah, plus look, percentages, look. you know, of athletes compared to what the company's making. 
I mean, yeah, we don't really know. It's a private company. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, that, that's it, the I first wish I could see they, it. They look at Rory McDonald just left Bellator for the PFL. I don't even know how PFL is paying these fucking guys. Yeah, I mean, they're not. A, they got a lot of money. Yeah, but, yeah, but they're not making any. They didn't count it. They might have a lot of money right backing off. them. Maybe I someone needs to show a loss. Billionaire, billionaire losses. Well, you may need to show a loss, yeah, because you have a. Do you know anybody who has paid for a PFL ticket? No, but they. No, me no, neither. Here's, here's the thing with the PFL. But they went. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. I don't want to slam the PFL. They have no, to, no, I'm yeah, not trying to. I just, to as a business model, I'm happy that they're giving these fighters no, millions they got, of dollars. They got an ESPN they, deal. Well, I like their, and I like their, I like their business model. I, I like, no, I like, I like their, I, I like their, the, the way their, uh, like fight cards are. The I like the way they structure then, the tournament. Yeah, yeah. You know who you're gonna fight. There's no politics involved in who gets mm-hmm. matchups. You don't really have to promote yourself, like Roy McDonald said. It's not about like entertainment. It's which I don't know how it works for the company, but the best man wins. So you know. That's it. Just the way that it landed, PFL, and we went to a, I, I've been to one PFL event, and no, it definitely wasn't packed. However, the media and the way that they set it up was beautiful. If you watch it on TV, it's amazing. And Manimal, they happened to have this huge production with MMA during a time when all these companies were about to scramble for content. Yeah, that that's the so that's they're, what saved they're them. providing content. Yeah, that's so you think their content deal with ESPN is what's making I think them something money in that. Yeah, Maybe I'm cu- I'm curious. I want to see how many something. seasons they could viable and, go. I do like the concept of the PFL. I like the way they do the brackets. These companies I like now the way they do the that and they when they offer to Geico and all these other companies, they're saying they're able to say we have this many hours of exclusive. Yeah. That's what they want. Everyone's trying to say something. Yeah, right. Gotcha. And, and no, that, and that's 100% right. hopefully in the end, right. you get to watch something you want to watch, but in the, it, it, they're a production company that sold a product. Yeah. The product I, happens to be mixed martial arts. I do like yeah, the sportification even, they have too. Like they time the punch. Like this punch was thrown at 26 miles an hour. The way PFL does it is interesting. Yeah, a ref yeah. cam. They, they're trying to do some a different lot of things. things. Happen. The UFC has been around long enough. I'm not into that where at all. It's yeah, slowly the ref cam dropping or the, or the some speed miles yeah, power in the branch fighters. Yeah. You don't like that. And the, it's interesting the gamification one, yeah, of benefit. it. The content thing is the key. Man. That, that's that's what saved everyone. Gamification, like to make, like to have all the stats. Then you can make this guy has the fastest kick. In MMA, right? It makes you have like stats. I think it, yeah, but I just don't think it matters that much. Who's fat? Who's punches faster? I mean, it's an interesting timing. Stat. Like, there's a there's so because many of other timing, variables, and like you distance. can't tell how hard it the hit is. Yeah, like you can't tell power. Yeah, I, I'm not interested in that stuff at all. I'm super skeptical of like its accuracy and like mm-hmm. what it really ma- means. Interesting. But I'll tell you, get get back to the content thing. If you're a fight fan, the, those streaming platforms are unbelievable. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. even UFC Fight Pass. <clears throat> you know, I caught Glory last night. You're never going to see that anywhere. The fights yeah. were great. Right. Um, mm-hmm. They have all the local. They had the Lions fight from uh, Brooklyn. We knew a couple of people fighting on that. It, if you're a fight fan, man, there is a ton of fights. You could just sit there all day. On Did you have that yeah. when you were The, the Zone app is great, too. We have what? <laughs> all those options. To be able to VHS see tapes. Arts. We had five channels. That's what I had. And you then, had to and get then about Kung like your Fu first martial, about your martial arts. Channel like five. You could, how much martial arts were you able to watch? No, it was crazy in action. Channel five. Let me tell you something. First, it was Wild World of Sports. And if you missed it on Saturday, that was it. there was no replay anywhere. No, that's <laughs> crazy. done. That's There's amazing. no YouTube. There's no nothing to go to. You 
Like, I remember racing home. Like, I'd be working, racing home for Things fights. Things were on at a certain time. No, that was time, it. You missed it. it was on. You missed it. It's gone. That's that crazy. was it. I mean, I don't, I don't even think anybody can even relate to what we're saying unless mm -hmm. you were there. You know what you I know mean? You know what's but, funny, though? Like, I was I was there for a lot of, like, this stuff. Obviously, I didn't have a phone, and we didn't have internet in my life, you know? Right. And, right. But now yeah, it's but like I can't even imagine. Young. I can't even imagine not having that. I don't remember what it was like not to have a, a cell phone. I remember thing, having the, the big other, VHS the camera. You'd have to go to these yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah. That was it. You know, when those events came, look, the difference was, I mean, for me, like if I'm thinking back, it, it really did make it more special because mm -hmm. you had to get there. You know, they'd hold some fight at the garden. Like, that was it. Yeah. You, it was right now, if there's a fight at the garden, I really, who cares? I'll just watch it when I get home. You know what I mean? We're at them. You know, it's crazy. Like, yeah, but some people really still love events. I'm but, not, but one, not, I'm not one of those It can't be guys, like but. the way it was because, man, it was, yeah. you were at an event and nobody else was going to see it. Right. I mean, you that was it. It was unique. It. Yeah, that's cool. You know, and you really were, you, it was, look, even when they started closed circuit TV, like when you could see like Ali Frazier from I thought Manila. we weren't going to talk about Longo's age. This is getting weird. Closed circuit TV. Was just <laughs> but no, really, that, that, movie theater. that closed circuit TV was yeah. crazy. Going to the movie oh, theater to yeah. see a fight was, was nuts. Ray's like the Cuban Olympic team. They always lie about their age. He says he's 60. He says he's 60, but you no, think he's younger, now, now right? Now he's trashing the Cubans. Yeah, you think yeah, he's younger, yeah. though, right? Let's not go back to Eurasian joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you think he's lying. You think he's actually younger, Longo, right? What do you think, Chris? Is he lying I, I about like his age up or down? Because I love Longo, we should stop talking about his age. Let's not talk about his age. Right. We can talk all you folks, want. Oh, he's staying. Look at that. Folks, feedbacks at MMAandBeyond.com. Uh, hey, can you we can get reach some Twitter questions? Yeah, can, can we get some feedback? You can reach Ray Longo at Ray Longo MMA. Chris, how I feel like Aljamain. Can, can you ask me about like one of the fights so I can feel like I'm Aljamain Sterling I will. breaking it down? The yeah. weekly scraps. Tell you know, I was on. I was on the weekly scraps this week. Chris, are you Chris Weidman on Twitter? I am Chris Weidman on Twitter. I'm Chris Weidman on Instagram. I'm Chris Weidman on Facebook. And, I was on and my name's Chris word. Weidman. Manimal, how could they find you, sir? <laughs> Guys, you can find me on the gram at John the Manimal Benaducci on Instagram at Manimal John. And guys, make sure you go to ManimalTrainingCamp.com to check out the new website uh, and my new online program coming out January 12th. The MMA Spectator asks, Chris, would you be open to a rematch with Rockhold? Or a trilogy with Silva? Um, yeah, at some point. Oh, no. Innocent Silva, no. They need to pay me crazy money to fight him. So that's a no. I already beat him twice. I got nothing to like really gain from that unless it's money. Uh, Rockhold, I'd like to fight him. But uh, not this next fight. I'll take like a, a tune-up fight. I still think he's good. Obviously, you know, people say he doesn't have really a chin anymore. But they say that about me, too. So... Um, I still think he's a tough opponent, <laughs> and <laughs> I haven't had a I haven't had a tune-up fight in my career. Yeah, right. So they gave you I'm the fucking toughest like hole ever. Wait, I I, I've had like my the last eleven guys or twelve guys have been top five <laughs> in the world. Hold on, talk about a guy <laughs> that got a rough hole. I've been main event a lot, by the way. Chris Eva, Frank and Keith main, Rogers. I've been on the main card since my first fight in the UFC. That's right. So I'm <laughs> trying to catch up. What do I have to do? You know, I'm trying to catch <laughs> up here, Chris. He just texted me. He said, next time, ask a cube of jello to come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's your buddy. That's a your cube buddy. of jello. That's your voice. You bring this to the actual, you bring this he to brings, the mic? You'll right, allow you him to be heard? I empowered him. Another guy in the, I enabled 
Chris was just trying to tell me uh, how futile my efforts are right now to get on a main card. <laughs> what? You are you just telling again. me how futile my efforts are now to get on a main how, card? How what? I think you're drooling. <laughs> what? So what are you telling me about being the main event? Go on again. Go on again. Uh, no, on. I just said I think I've been I've been on the main card of. A Thank you. Well, 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 listen, it's only been 20 years for me. I'm still working my way up. All okay. right, you are, you are. Still. Well, you got BJ Penn next. So. Still on second. Oh, Jason has a Keep question. saying that. You're going to wind Jason, up Jason, Jason, in there. Jason, come at me, dog. Oh. Question is, if you were to go on with uh, Rockhold, would you do it at 205 or 185? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't really care. I don't care about that. To be honest, he does not care. I don't care. And now Keith's calling me. Yo, honestly, this guy. Yo, I don't. I'm scared of what this guy might say. <laughs> oh yeah, for you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> smart move. So he's actually listening. Maybe there's no way he listens to this. A, he, he must follow you on whatever. No, he knew I was coming here. Oh, he did. Oh, all right. So he's just. How, right. how do you know he's not a fan? You'd be surprised. Our fans don't want to admit it. Nostalgic, <laughs> nostalgic no freak. No one came out yet. No one came out. <laughs> nostalgic freak says, finally, Marab fight is on. How do we like to match up stylistically? So I just know that Marab is a nightmare for anybody. And I know that I asked him about this guy, Casey Kenny, and he, he told me that he's very happy because he's ranked 15th, I think. So it's his first 14th. 14th. Yeah. So he's ranked top money. 15 in the world. And I think that's like motivates the hell out of Marab mm -hmm. and that guy is super motivated to begin with you know yeah we're so, gonna need more training I don't know partners. anything about Casey Kenny so if you guys want to break him down go ahead no but you know what you know what I like about Marab he's the guy comes forward he's tough he's peep and Marab's thing is I think it's going to be a great fight like he comes forward I come forward uh yeah, he's, he's not just excited he's, yeah, not, he's not he's not afraid of hard work yeah that right good. he's not even like remotely like I and I believe like when he says it I believe it is going to be a good fight because I believe the guy's tough and uh it's it's just going to be a scrap I can't wait for Marab to do five round fights where he really gets to use his cardio bro I just I just where he really gets because I've never seen anyone hang in the third round with him in the UFC like to hang to like watch to him spar is just what nine like fives when he, when he does nine fives? He's he does three fives. He's another. looking at me. I'm looking the other way. Ah, oh, man, I'm a, we spar a little bit. I was like, I, I was really gonna just go throw up in the bathroom for a minute, but thanks. Let's go now. <laughs> I'll hold it for five. But no, Marab, I can't wait. I'm telling you, that's a good fight. But I can't wait till he gets to do five rounders because then you'll really get to see. Yeah, I'll tell you, <laughs> so for one fifty-five, look at that man. Who's one fifty-five? Oh, you, Dylan. Dylan's, he's gonna be. He's a problem at fifty-five. He's a big fifty-fiver. Yeah. Well, he's jacked too. So usually, if you're muscular, it's easier to cut the water weight. So muscles eighty percent water. So if you're are you jacked, saying you have a disadvantage? Oh, I was saying I have an advantage. That's how I make it. I'm fucking jacked. Under I'm all this sure hair and got, fat, I'm pretty under sure all this, this hair and fat. About you having a disadvantage? No, under all this hair and fat, there's a lot of muscle. No, I was just saying that Dylan, he's a long, he's a tall lean fat. guy. I said under all this fat, there's would a lot you, of muscle. So if you were completely leaned out, then you. Would Chris, you're a lifelong athlete, right? I, I came, I was 265 pounds before I started training, all right? So I have a little fat. I do carry a little fat. Don't take I mean, is it, what, is it skin do, fat? Or is I it, do actually have a, a okay, little bit of skin you, too. Okay, but you yeah. develop fat as well. Of course. You know so that happens I have when same, you eat lasagna. I have the potential of gaining <laughs> fat too, and I do have fat. Of course, but you probably don't store it as readily. 
Like you probably would stay a little maybe leaner. Maybe my diet's better than yours. Maybe. Okay, that's that could answer it too. But maybe you're not as good a cook as I am. Maybe so I work out harder why. than you. Tell them how many donuts you used to eat. A dozen Krispy Kreme. Actually, 11. I would go with my ex-girlfriend, and I would eat 11 donuts, and she would eat one. That was like foreplay. Yo. And I would have a half a gallon of uh, milk. Half a gallon of milk, 11 hot Krispy Kremes. A half a gallon of milk. Half a gallon of milk. Quarter milk. And the weight just snuck on. And the weight just snuck and on when I was young. a lifelong athlete. He got chubby. <laughs> <laughs> no, after that point, I stopped eating a dozen <laughs> Krispy Kreme donuts. Now I only go for half a dozen. Oh, I can't even. <clears throat> I can't even picture that. Holy Cody shit. I, yeah, I can't imagine doing it now. Like, how the fuck did I sit there, my fat ass, eating 11 donuts? I can't even imagine. How much did you weigh? 265. <laughs> Were you taller? No. Was <laughs> I taller? I was a foot taller. Oh, my God. I know. It was so oh, round. Must, that must have looked bad. It looked bad, yeah. No offense to me. Cody. No, no, no. Really that, short, that's, what made, that's what made me uh, lose the weight. I, I seen it. Steve, uh, get, 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 let's get control, control, let's get control here. Cody on Twitter wants to know how MMA training slash collaboration changed with the advent of videotape, internet, and mm. technology. Uh, did we have wait, one? Uh, I guess it just kind of like what we were saying. You you yeah. can actually put up pull up, especially someone's if it's fight. archives like that. Every pro fight someone's had. I mean, you could just pull that up instantly. Yeah. I mean, it makes it a little easier when you have access and you. Want to look, but you know it does. Like again, back in the day, whoever you were fighting, that was it. You just you found out in there. You had to you had to learn how to problem solve, and you had to learn how to adapt on the fly. Mm -hmm. And that's the way we uh, kind of trained. Do you think that the, a bigger change would be the understanding of nutrition? Uh, well, that that dude, first of all, that's come along. That's really come a long way. Yeah. Even with the weight cutting, weight the way cutting it really is scientific way. now. And if you yeah, if you have a good guy around you and you're following it, it does make it a lot easier. And you know, to be, you know, to be able to fight at your optimal self is is pretty is pretty huge. I mean, there, there were times like with Matt at the beginning, we were asking people. He'll always tell a story where, uh, oh man, I'm forgetting the guy's name. He, um, I feel awful. He was a nice guy, but he saved us one time. Like he, they had it down, and back then it was almost like a secret. Like right. I'll tell you what I'm doing, because I guess people were starting to get into. It. it was like, look, back in the day, it was like an arms race. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's it. You one guy had something, you had to top it. And you know now it's a little different because everybody, you know, has kind of the similar knowledge. But back then, that's really the way it was. And this guy was a genius and this guy was there, you know, it was crazy. It was, it was really like the wild, wild west, but, uh, uh, we finally figured it out. I think nutrition's come a long way and it, and it's still constantly changing, which is wacky. You know what I mean? Like things are changing every day with that. And it's still going to go on like that. I don't think, I think it's just so vast that it's hard to get it. I think we're close, but you know, I still think we're going to go through a lot of changes. You know, mm -hmm. what supplement was bad 10 years yeah. ago? Now it's an anti-aging miracle. I mean, just because if you look at the right. studies, some of the studies are just whacked out. You know what I mean? Like there was a bad study on creatine and, you know, it was done. The guy was overdoing creatine while he was cutting weight. You know, of course, his kidneys gave out. They would have <laughs> probably given out right. without the creatine, you know. So like sometimes people, I'll look at a study and I'm like, what do you, this doesn't apply to anybody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I gotta say, like, I always talk about how I look at studies, but I don't think I've ever looked at one study. <laughs> Have you actually looked at a study? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a nerd. I do. You do. I mean, I'm a nerd. I, have, yeah. I can't think of the last one, but 
the last one I looked at, was, and it was recent, I, I, I'll find out what it is, but I'm like, the study group, like, they were all smokers. I'm like, <laughs> why, <laughs> even, why are you even sending this to or me? Or they'll like, all be high school students. Yeah, or yeah, all college students. Right, right. That's it's the problem. Always it's always a study with all college students because that's always something that studied. I'm like, these guys deserve, this deserves to fail. And you know studies what I mean? like, show whatever the fuck they want, usually. Yeah. Like it's it's hard, but look, I do like to read it just all, to see what and and the other thing is they were the, trying the to first thing I like to see the cliff notes on. It. Look, the you first like the thing you got to do is find out who funded the stuff. Time 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 yeah. That's always guess, a biggie right. toe. It's not it's the Heinz. Yeah, I don't have kids. Well, not to that. Turns out it's great for you. No, no, but that that is a lot of free time I get because of that. Oh, absolutely. Like I see my friends, I don't have that time to have to commit to anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get to do whatever I want. Yeah, they dictate my life. Local fighter Frankie Edgar. Fight the UFC South Korea main card. Now. I think. Wait, did you just Not really tweet that you call? Did you call out Frankie Edgar? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did it. Man, just reaching out everywhere. No. What, you. Made, what made you think that? No, because I seen something on Twitter. I thought, thought you did it. No, I don't use my phone when I'm on MMA and Beyond. The, just saying. The Korean but uh, no, I, I didn't call out Frankie Edgar. No. Tough go for Frankie Edgar, Korean Zombie, powerful TKO, three minutes and 18 seconds in. Um, Look, the most confusing part about that fight to me was why he even took the fight. That's the part I don't get. He had a fight booked at 135, at 135. which I think is what he wanted to do. He looked smaller, you know, too. Why go he to, to physique-wise? Yeah, he, just yeah, he was it. on his way. Kind of, he was cutting he was, that way. He was, he, he was definitely... Thin, thinned out. Thinned out, yeah. He lost some muscle. He was yeah. thinned that, out that was to the make thing, 35. Like, it, it wasn't like the fight was far away either. It was... It's a month, it's a month from away. now. I it's mean, a month I, away. I don't know. That was the weird part. Why? Like, where... I doubt he, he, he was hoping to come out of this one clean so he could fight yeah. the yeah. next like one. Like everyone that fights Korean Zombie comes out unscathed. Right? Korean Zombie's hair didn't even move. He was, yeah. he was doing my gimmick. Oh, and his hair didn't His hair didn't even move. <laughs> and, yeah, so uh, that was the first thing is so why... Ruin that other fight. I don't. I don't know that. I you know. I think he's such a company guy. Just and I think he's just such it. a tough dude. I, mean, I think he likes. Oh, if it, look, if, if wait, yeah, first fight. of all, no, if they asked him to fill in, that's a different story. If that was the case, Did I think he, he volunteered. No, no, he volunteered it. But I'm not saying it's because they asked him. I think he. I think he likes to do the right thing. I think oh, he I got to help yeah. out. And I think he's super tough, and I think he likes taking risks like that. Well, he so loves competing. We know that. Yeah. I mean, there's no question about that. I just think he had a – I mean, Sandhagen's a tough fight, too. That's a you tough know, fight. That's to a go, really tough that's fight. That's a number six guy, right? been a, I think that would have been a great win for him at Fifth 35 to really cement him in that fourth, division. That, I just uh, – you know. I wonder if he was still – he wanted to kind of play the cards at 45 still a little bit. Uh, you got to make up your it's, mind, I It's think. one of those yeah. things where, that, like, that's where I'm had getting, it come out well, go, Do you want to do 35 or 45? It's a big commitment. Come out what? As, as one of those things where had it worked out well where he got both fights he's yeah. a visionary he's the man. No, yeah visionary. but wait but, 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 he's a genius right? no no like, but listen oh, but no still. it was before that there were a lot of people saying before this fight why are you leaving Sanhagen high and dry with a fight like why are you right. the fight was booked now he has no fight like so it wasn't it wasn't that going to be if he won it was a genius it still would have been the same thing who ca- but who cares what other people are saying you're taking a fight on short nose against Korean Zombie who's a Pretty much an icon of the sport. It's a huge upside. Cold, freaking Sanhagen, I, I never even heard of him. Okay, like if just even because he's he's, no, he's a ranked guy. He's ranked I, I'm he's not ranked. saying he's not good, but Frankie's taking a really big risk to go in there against a stud to prove to himself and everybody else that he's a freaking man. And he lost, and it's all good, but he just didn't work out like it didn't work out the way he wanted. 
Who cares? You're hurting Cody. You're hurting Sanhagen's feelings. Because well, no, but no, but no, we, but we always we always talk about like nobody wants to back out of a fight. You know, now like, it we, is. I feel bad when all guys show up at a fight and the guy gets in an accident and he doesn't fight and they're left high and dry. It's the same shit. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but they were gonna find him another fight. Uh, it's a month out, well, who, and then Frankie's putting fighting? him on hold, right? So Frankie, yeah, know. that fight's off now. But, it, but it's it's just but, not, it's not also just him. It's the UFC too. Yeah, they're doing it for a reason. Yeah, no, I'm, well, that's why I asked you. If they asked him to fight, that would have changed yeah. everything for me. Then that would make sense to me. Yeah, that would have changed way, it. And no, then I he, I mean, listen, it's very wishful thinking to think you're going to fight Korean Zombie and come out unscathed. Not even win the fight, come out uns, unhurt. I mean, yeah, look, look at the me, fight with Yair. Like, to me, Chang no, I get, I get all the things you're saying, but to me it was forth. like, are you going to 35? Are you going to 45? He looks like he's going to 35, he, yeah, but look at his body. Connor at 55. It's just... You know, it's I think he, yeah, I think, I think he's. He I mean, it's showing a, it's show, it, it's demonstrating something. I don't know what it is, but it's demonstrating. You just look, I get it. You want to compete, you got to fight, but it's 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 saying something. And he's I mean, on the list. You want to fight in four different weight categories. He might you know, feel like he's and at listen, the end of his career thing that too. Could be going I mean, look, on we love the guy. It has nothing to do with that. I'm just trying to figure out the train of thought. I think another thing that is probably out there is that he takes that fight. Maybe he got a nice bonus. Maybe he got hooked up. Well, that that's, a, that's a different story. I think then. I think his, and I don't know anything, but Ali, I know well, I know Frankie. I could see Ali hit him up, like, listen, this fight's off. Like, I can get the UFC to fucking throw you this type of money to take this fight. That's, uh, that's another fight. thing. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Skate, those are the things you, you fight. But those are the things yeah. you got to know. You know what I mean? Because they, they help oh. clarify what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I'm going to say there's, some, there, there's more to it than... Than we're thinking. Also, Frankie's been fighting a long time. He might feel like he might be at the twilight of his career, and then when you do that, you might want to go out all guns blazing. Let's fucking fight everybody. You know, let's take a fight at forty-five, a fight at thirty-five. I'll go back up money. to forty-five. Maybe I'll hit fifty-five. If he takes four or five fights over the next, you know, year and a half, two years, I think he could want, I think he stack to a lot of his, I think he wanted to double up his paycheck. He wants to double up his right. paper. Oh well, you have the two twenty-five just to show. Yeah, and then he was. Fight and then he, and then he wins that, fights San Hagen the next month. I mean, that's perfect. Plus the bonus that got hooked him up for taking a fight in Japan. If he could do it. In the hometown of yeah. this monster, Korean Zombie. If he could do it and win both, he would have got a million bucks, right? Like, if you think about it that way. Like, let's say he won, beat Chang Jang, then he would have got like, 425 plus yeah, what? What was this? You said a million. But then the fight with Sandy. What about to win? Did they give right? Us if he would have won both fights, he so would have been close to a middle. flat no, fee at two twenty-five. Two twenty-five 225 to show. No, yeah. two twenty-five okay. flat. That doesn't mean flat. that he's getting two twenty-five. He's not getting two twenty-five to win. Also, no, I, I get paid flat no matter what. Yeah. Flat. I win, I get win or lose. That's flat. what most guys try to get now. So you don't you're not, you're like you get paid yeah. to show up to the yeah. fight. You don't get so he got he got two twenty-five just flat. If he won, same thing. Yeah, he won. He would have got. I mean, still not bad money, but. The way it goes I mean, with me, if he could have done what he wanted to do, time. then it's really good money. Go, right? Doesn't go up. Gotcha. It's like a it's like a ladder. So yeah, I forgot what I started at, but it was whatever. That's it goes up cool. by like ten or twenty five thousand. Like if you win, if you don't win, it stays what is that? And just flat. It stays at flat, flat. Flat fee. Show That's what I'm win. Yeah. Same. And, gotcha. and did that happen? After you were champion, or that happened? Uh, so no, I fought to get that. So. Um, Does that relieve that stress? So no, yeah, it was right feet? after. It was right before my Yo Romero fight. Mm-hmm. I renegotiated my contract. I mean, the win bonus doesn't make sense sometimes, anyway, because you could have a fight that's really close, like a sp- even that uh, yeah, the Volkan Ozdemir Rakic fight, split decision. Some people gave it to. 
to Rakic. I had Ozdemir winning two rounds, but close. Yeah, the problem, with, one the guy problem with the win, the show win bonus. It's hard, right? Oh, yeah. smokes, the guy hits hard. Yeah, Yo, the, hits hard, and he had good good wrestling control, too. Listen, he hit hard, and wait, he had, the other he had thing is the, pro, the problem with the show win Dude. bonus is that well, everybody's yeah, bitching about bonus. the judging, how bad it is, ah. yet you're leaving that. Into their hands as to how much money you're making, and Half if you're making money. a, you know, if that divide between your show and win money is big, you're taking a big fucking gamble, man, with Huge. some of these it guys. It, then that's not right. Yeah. Between you judges know? and refereeing, you could get fucked out of a fight out of half your money. Some of these numbers, man, you almost got the UFC fucked. literally has to pay almost half of what they were supposed to pay. If some, when someone loses, yeah. they just yeah. Yeah. They, it's a win-win. But because most people, is the best for them. Yeah, because then both guys get paid half. Some of the, the some of the fighters' yeah. salaries are not tremendous, and so when you look at some of those numbers, and it's it's you know x amount to show, x to win. So you see the person lost, and then you know that the IRS is coming for that Always. initial number. You're like you look at that number, you're like, oh, dude, yeah, you, uh, you could just you might as well just work at Staples and not mm -hmm. get punched in the face. <laughs> you know, it's it's a uh, for the guys coming up. It's a yeah. it's a tough go until they get to a certain point. Because yeah, you see not, in here like how hard they work. Yeah. I, I would have never guessed until I started coming to this gym how much time, effort, and heart yeah. goes into. I mean, you don't do it. You do it for to be the best in the world where you're right. never gonna make money. Like I fought Anderson Silva at twenty four thousand dollars. Right. And they wanted to yeah. renegotiate a contract before I went in with them. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm gonna prove I'm the best in the world. Mm -hmm. But imagine yeah. that gamble. Twenty five grand. Yeah. Twenty four. I mean, twenty four. I lose. Grand. I get twenty four k. Peace out. You're in the back of the line. Yeah. <laughs> right. They would peace you out. And who knows if trying. you get injured in that fight, yeah. right? So twenty four grand. I would have. I would have bought you a month. Expensive. I'd, I'd, I'd be in my parents' basement still. I mean, it really is. It's it's actually yeah. brutal when you because twenty four grand. You got to think you're gonna have to give the IRS almost half. Yep. Yeah. If, depending what tax bracket you wind up in. Yes. You, you know? gotta you gotta pay your manager. You gotta pay your coaches. You gotta pay what your about? taxes. Get Training's cut, expensive. You got to eat the best food, right? You want to be eating good food. Well, yeah, you, you look at LeBron James. Yeah. He spends a million dollars on training. So when you're a young athlete, you're a professional athlete, you're yeah. like, oh, I got to invest in my body because that's my line of work. Yeah. And you're spending crazy money on massages and the right oh, food. Sure. And then you start wanting a chef and then, you know. The physical therapy, the right supplements, the right everything. Yeah, it does, yeah. It, it, it's... Uh, because I need a hot a tub, lot. cold plunge. Yeah, you need right? You want all that shit all. right there. I want all that stuff in the house. Make everything oh, easy. That's what I'm saying. Right. So you got 90, 90, 90 like yeah. That. Yeah. Most That's what most like guys are. Thing. All right, yeah. Yeah, like everybody, like, most what, uh, Well, I think what happens is after you win the title, if you win the title, that, that changes. Well, right. you're a big stuff. name. Yeah, you have right. negotiation power right. where you could be like, I want a bigger... Right. Oh, that's rough. Right? 22 grand. Do they? 18 and 18. So that's Chris, 18. When, so when even you, if you won that fight, you would have only got 36 grand. Yeah. That's a tough one. Chris, when you become champion, does the UFC try and find you um, sponsorships and commercials and that kind of stuff to, to make your name bigger? Do they help you try to get your name bigger? Um, or is yeah, that still yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think they, like, yeah. Yeah, you did a lot of media. I Vegas and I do you know, meet with big sponsors that they, right. that sponsor the UFC. And, um, yeah, no, they try to definitely, and it's got, it definitely improved, you know, 
things have changed and i think with wme added now it's on a whole nother level that wasn't it wasn't they weren't there when i was champion but it's definitely uh yeah they try to do the right thing i mean you even, you, you even see that now where champions and even people fighting for the belt get their own right shirts they, they get their own spot in the ufc store when they first pops up yeah so it's well, it benefits the UFC to to especially. Yeah, yeah. they own us. They own us, our image and likeness. So yeah, that's why you can't the UFC even... stuff like those that gear. I'm not getting a dollar of any of that. Like, right. You can't even post your own. I fight we do right? get. We do get. We do get a, like a little piece of depending on how many times people play with us in the video game. Uh, you get a, like a small tiny percentage of that. So you get played a lot. You maybe get a little, you know, you know, little something, nothing. Crazy, but you got a little something. So, guys, yeah, make sure every time you play, you play as Chris Weidman. And how was right. that in the uh, yeah, can we like, play as Chris Weidman? Major League Baseball with the jerseys and stuff? Same thing with that? Yeah, Nobody gets a piece of that. Oh, I don't know how it works I'm gonna in say, baseball. I'm going to say, I don't know, but I'm going to say the union. They probably have a better deal. Over that. Yeah. See, yeah, uh, fighters, because the baseball union, is, all those unions in uh, major sports are great, I think, for the player. Like yeah. in UFC, imagine if UFC had to pay – 48% of their revenue to the fighters, right? It should be a right? co-licensing. So. Well, I, think, I don't think I'm going to be able to meet that criteria. I think my career will be over by, by then, but yeah. it's definitely going to head in that direction. It's, Ideally, it should so be it a co-licensing. Ideally, I mean, I would so love like to Chris see Weidman it on par with every other sport. Your name and likeness becomes something you co-license to them for them to do in their things. It should be that way. Yeah, it should be a partnership. The problem, too, that everybody said, there's no pay-per-view points anymore. Yeah, because ESPN Plus killed that. Pay-per-view is going up. Did you read that? They're they're raising the price. On Wednesday, ESPN (laughs) announced plans to increase cost of USC pay-per-view broadcast from the current $59.99 price point to $64.99, starting with the Conor McGregor. Because of Cowboy Cowboy and Conor. Fuckers. (laughs) Price goes up, but it's staying up. And I'm still paying for ESPN Plus. Then I got to pay for the pay-per-view. It's the way it goes, man. And latest, and then the fighters aren't even getting a percentage. I mean, it, we, and you, that's and you what pisses know, me like, off too. They're literally around the world in like lots of different countries we probably never even heard of. And the TV deals that they're getting in each one of those countries, how much are they making there? Yeah, a I lot. mean, I, each country is its own entity. I really, that's my goal. Brazil, Brazil, I want to see Argentina. All separate deals. It's, it's. Yeah, every I really want to see Russia. MMA on par with NHL and NFL. I mean. Uh, how do we do this, Chris? Wait, what's that? I want to see MMA on par with the, NBA the formation and of the union right, yeah, right here. here. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think MMA, I don't know for sure, but like I think it's actually bigger worldwide than the NFL. Yeah, because if you look at like Japan and those yeah. Asian countries. Most countries aren't t- watching the NFL. I mean, the look NBA, at this Busan though, know, card. That's a, that's a, do you even know half the fucking fighters on this Busan level. card? That's like a whole different market that these guys are coming from. Right. I think UFC has like their UFC... Uh, yeah, I see yeah, that. Yeah. I can see that. But yeah, I think overseas, you're right. The market is big because one championship says they get like 85 million views. But I mean, could that be because like the UFC was kind of born in the social media age and the NFL wasn't? I'm going to so, say yeah. UFC put more effort into the social well, media stuff. Well, I think because it was, at the, it was hitting. I remember that, time. bro. They were NFL on that early. didn't have to yeah. convince you to watch football. Right, right. They, right. When, I, when I first got in the UFC, when, right? Like the first year I was in the UFC, social media started kind of coming around. And I remember they had all the fighters come out to Las Vegas, and during like this big summit they had, the main focus was teaching us how to use Twitter and Instagram. Well, didn't you do and some shaving thing, or wasn't that? They did. I did a Ed Shave Gel, uh, Gillette, uh, not yeah, Edge. What's that? Like is that Gillette? Gillette? What is that? It was Edge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, they like picked the 
you know, I guess like the six, six Best looking fighters. <laughs> yeah, I would have definitely been one of them, but like <laughs> top prospects. And then they they sponsored us, and then we, I don't know, I don't know what we really did, but and then they had a, a thing where I had to like pretend. Remember, I pretended I was homeless with my daughter on the streets in Baldwin. <laughs> for like it was like who could get the most retweets or something i forgot what it was oh. i lost but i <laughs> basically used like my daughter i did anything it took <laughs> I, it was to make some money didn't work my poor daughter doesn't remember it anyway it's, it's not that bad she was young a lot of freedom associated with being homeless quick i'm gonna go through news real quick henry cejudo relinquishes ufc flyweight belt Joseph Benavidez versus Davison Figueredo set for the vacant title. Is anybody, if I someone is listening gonna, to this right now, can you tweet me? Because I haven't seen one tweet about this. I mean, we're this we're not live. This isn't live, so yeah, there's no way not, to listen to no I'm on Twitter check. saying this is live. Listen, and you guys don't say anything to me? We didn't know you were saying this is live. I said it I multiple you, times. I thought you were going to say, hey, ask a question if you have look a question. Look at this. We are live. Ask a question. We are, look at this. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're live, but we're, we're not broadcasting live. live. We are live. We're MMA live. Beyond, no, come listen. Come listen. Live. You're not but listening. You tweeted live, <laughs> but we're not broadcasting live. Okay. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Say, say, you gotta get me out of here, right? What the? Wait, is the only reason you came on because you thought we were live? Wait. Yeah. Yes. We're not made for live TV. Um, what were you saying, Steve? Hold on. I've... Henry Cejudo relinquished his title, his, oh, his flyweight belt. I thought they were dropping that 125 division. Joseph I, I mean, Benavidez to... is fighting Figueredo for the vacant they're, title. They're both good. I mean, I'm happy to see that they kept the 125 division. Really exciting. And then hopefully they give Aljo a shot at uh, Cejudo when he comes back at 135. I like, I like to see Cejudo's just a little bit less relevant. Yeah. So his headache. Right. He, he, <laughs> he bothers you, huh? Yeah, but that's his chick. You know he's that's winning. You, if you let him bother you, you're letting him win. He's winning. Did you? That's what he wants. You you're giving him what he wants. Him his speedo. I think he's funny. That guy I think he's funny reason. too. Well, I think he's, he he makes me laugh. Yeah, he's the king of cringe. I think he's funny. At first, I was cringed out, and now I'm, I think it's funny. I think he did funny. a good job of staying consistent. He's yeah, so cringy. He's doing it's it on fun, purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. He knows he's it. So cringy. I will say, I cringe when Aljamain's cringing. <laughs> that I haven't got used to yet. Oh, when Aljamain gets cringy? Al yeah, when Aljamain starts I doing the videos him back to, to him. And when he starts going back at him and he's doing the cringe mode and he's in his robe and he's like, I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like when he put up the meme with uh, Funkmaster as The Rock and Kevin Hart with Cejudo. And he's just holding them like a baby. Yeah, that was funny. I like that. It's pretty yeah. funny. But I think, I, I'm I mean, all for the memes, but it's just not the live So what video. do you think they're going to do? They might give – I know they want to give Jose Aldo the title shot at Cejudo. Uh, he's now number nine in the Who? Aldo. Well, because Jose it was his Aldo's first fight. Nine and, and, uh, and then they moved him down to number eight in featherweight. So he's technically ranked in both weight classes. He's ranked in both weight classes. But yeah. didn't he just beat – the number two ranked guy in Marias. Oh, he lost to Marias. That's right. I'm <laughs> no, but he beat that no, guy. but you think he bought? Right. But he it looked like in, he bought him. I I, yeah. I thought he beat. What did yeah. you think of so that fight, Chris? Did you think he won? I love Marias, but that was super close. I at the time, I got to be honest. I kind of thought Jose won. I thought Jose won moment, too. I think that's why they they're even arguing to give him a fight. I lean towards Marias though. Oh yeah, unless um, he's fighting Aljamain. Yeah, apparently they got beef. I was like, why? 
Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, the Marias you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was he's in this post fight press conference he he said he doesn't like Al Jermaine. Yeah, one of those cringy posts must have got to him. And then he, <laughs> yeah, and that he wanted so. to fight Al Jermaine just to just to take Al Jermaine's so Al Jermaine won that. fighting he for got a title. Pissed off. He got pissed off. Yeah. If you get under a guy's skin, you won. <laughs> yeah. It's like Jason. That's you it. You fight him now. That's it. So we got Ring of Combat coming. Man, oh, February looks like a big month. February's going to be big. Who, who's who's fighting on that Ring of Combat? Oh, man, I don't even know if I can name everybody, but Dylan Montello, uh, Justin the Kid Montalvo, Edwin Smart, Diana, Caravis, Lauren, um, Lauren Baccia. Is Ryan? Is Ryan? Is Ryan? Ryan, yeah. Ryan Patrovich. Lauren's making up for his Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, wow. that's everything. Six guys on that the was card. more than a telephone number. That was that was a lot. Oh, that's some card. And then you got Marab. You got uh, Naz's fight in February 1st. That's uh, right. Marab's fight in February 14th. 15th. 15th. 15th, 15th. 15th. 15th yeah. yeah. New Mexico. Have you been to New Mexico yet? Not yet. I'm actually excited to go there. Because you watch Breaking Bad. Exactly. Yeah, Heisenberg is there. Some crack while you're there. Uh, did any of you guys catch the Bellator fights last night? Uh, uh, there were t- only two ones I want to talk about, if, if you don't mind. Quick, the, the <laughs> what, what, were they on the main, were they on the main card? Main card, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I pulled up. Yeah, AJ McKee. He's fighting in the 145-pound featherweight division. Dude, he looked really good against Derek Gambos. He caught a reverse back triangle, slick submission, and got the armbar off of it. Definitely worth uh, paying attention to that. His jiu-jitsu looked off the charts in that fight. Yeah, his dad, is, he, his dad fought, right? Antonio McKee, him yeah. and his dad are like the, like I think the only American father and son team to fight on a card. That's crazy. Together, and Antonio McKee, good. He won that fight. He looked good in That's that fight crazy. too. How old is he? Forty-eight. Wow. Yeah. Him at 170, AJ at 145. But that featherweight tournament's deep. AJ looked good in that. And then I love Elimelay McFarlane, the 125-pound champ. She just looked great. Her entrance was – made me cry. You're an off entrance the charts. guy. Oh, her entrance was great. Because the entrance shows – Only a main event. Main uh, main card. That main what event is- entrance, though. See, that's the thing. The main event in Bellator, you really get a lot of walkout time. <laughs> yeah, you really like her showmanship for that walkout. She <laughs> came out with the whole Hawaiian tribe, and they did the whole dance, and they had. Uh, I mean, it was deep. That that walkout made me fucking cry. And the really, the hawk. Huh. I love presentation. The presentation is great. Yeah. Far, I like it way better than UFC. The presentation, like the showmanship. I love. I love exactly showmanship. Crying. You got to watch her because it was like, you know, that stuff that's going on with Hawaii that they want to put like a telescopes, the telescope on sacred land. So she has like all the videos in the background of them, like defending their sacred land. So it was like a deep point to her walkout. But she always comes out with, uh, you know, with uh, the whole tribe. You know, she got a shaman there and her walkout's great. The fight was gritty. You know, she went five rounds with that girl. Great jujitsu. Almost finished her a few times. And, uh, you know, had some adversity and just fought five rounds like a champ. I just really uh, admire her style. Always tried to push the grappling, even though she was fucking her up on the feet. She never forgot that she's a grappler. So I like to see that when someone, even though they're showing success in one venue, realizes that their nature is such and they go to it. 
And uh, I just like to see that as a fighter. Anything else you'd like to get Anything off your shoulders? I can't believe he is a co-host here. Like, he's a staple here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just, I'm like a fucking relic. Like, you brought me out of the past here. You know? <laughs> Anything else you want to get off your mind before we I'm go? just really happy that, uh, happy that, we have, that we have Chris Weidman with us. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it was really, really happy. Sad, Chris. Don't butter uh, me up now. What? You're buttering me up. I mean, I am excited about it. Cool. You know, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. You can't break ago. this guy down, Chris. Yeah, I'm too positive. Yeah. You know, I almost felt a little negative at one point. But you didn't, but it didn't, no. But you switched it right to I positive. I had to switch it right around. I, mean, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He doesn't hear the negative. And then I heard the chant in my head. I looked in the mirror. I was like, nature already fucked you up. I don't know no why I was Why wasn't I on this podcast earlier? Yeah, Lago. you're great on the podcast. Wow. Except when you're self-deprecating. Save that for me. I'm the self-deprecating. Was I self-deprecating? No, yeah, I was don't, just honest. He's, he's introspective. I, I think that that was really, it was really great to hear. What yeah, he no, it's great. I the only reason I say it is because I think it's relatable to other people and could help somebody. So that's like, exactly. No, I think it's, I think it's important. Yeah. I think everyone always wants to talk about the highlight real good. Yeah. And well, no we started talk, with that and then, uh, yeah, and it then took a turn for the worst. <laughs> no, no, it's good to get deep. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know how deep our listeners want to get, but maybe if we get feedback, we'll have you for round two. Oh shit! He's saying maybe. Yo, well, he's inviting me. <laughs> you guys see the feedback he's is maybe. He's well, hold on, Ray. You want to hear a funny one? When I was at On It, you know, they called unfiltered you and Ray's show. I was like, no, he has a different co-host, Jim Norton. They're like, no, isn't oh, that Ray's? Yeah. They're no, like, no, isn't going. that Ray Longo's show? I was like, well, oh, look at Longo. Yeah. He's swigging some yeah. water now. Oh man, I was like, it's getting dry. So, folks, if you if you. Listen to the MMA and Beyond and realize that Manimal's completely unaware that if Diane was here, he wouldn't even be sitting here. Cause, cause, <laughs> yes, we, we only had one. No, we don't have the extra microphone. Well, would have but if you do want mic. to participate with the show, check out MMAandBeyond.com. <laughs> also, you I would have sat on Diana's lap so we could have shared could, a microphone. You could also hear Ray <laughs> on the Anakin Florian podcast every Monday. You can find him at Ray Longo MMA. We are recorded at Longo and Weidman MMA in Garden City. Uh, check out lawmma.com. You could also follow Law MMA on Instagram. You could reach Chris Weidman at Chris Weidman. He is Chris Weidman on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Manimal, where can they find you, brother? I don't even know where I am right now. No, can, I'm just kidding. We will tag right, guys, Manimal on yeah, the show. Just go to manimaltrainingcamp.com. <laughs> you can tag Manimal on the show. I'm Steve Maraboli, folks. Thank you so much for listening. This is MMA and Beyond. Every Sunday. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>